Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John, and I am here with my fellow podcasters, minus Sam, but plus a very, very special guest tonight. Not biased she at all. She is super excited <laughs> about being here. Tonight, we have my wonderful wife, Steffi Barbian. Hi, Hi babe. Welcome. Hey, Thank Steffi. You. We're excited that you're joining us because this is going to be much. a fun Thanks, one. Guys. Thank Super you. excited. And we are actually going to be talking tonight about our vacation, our 10-year anniversary that I've talked a lot about on the podcast over the last uh, year. <laughs> so we're actually going to talk about the trip. And, and it'd be good to get somebody else's opinion besides mine about our trip. So I'm not the only one just talking for, you know, half hour to 45 minutes. To that? Hold on. We also get to make mention right. that your 10-year anniversary is also my 10-year anniversary. That's, That's right. Crazy. Wow, I didn't know that. Me and John, not to each other, got married the exact same day <laughs> in the exact same year. In the yeah. exact same location by the exact no. same priest. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Except not. <laughs> anyway, All right. back to the topic That's, at so, hand. That's it is, like, it is and an interesting thing. To be super, to, to follow along in that vein, I also celebrated my 10-year anniversary in Maui. But wow. I had kids with me and we did a vow renewal and that was like the worst thing ever because <laughs> like with the kids? they're literally pulling Joe out of the ocean like <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. So a 10 year uh, anniversary trip without kids sounds amazing. So I can't it wait. really really was and we haven't really talked about it. So I don't really know anything about your trip. You kind of yeah, saved uh, it all up. So yeah, I'm so excited. Well, and we've all been busy this last week, but um. Tonight, since I'm going to be answering a lot of the questions, Steph and I, uh, Jess drive. is going to kind of moderate. She's going to drive the podcast and ask the questions and kind of see where we go. So I'm going to throw it to Jess. It's, it's up to you. And then, Sean, please chime in. This is a conversation, Oh, you obviously. know. You know I will. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we kind of covered the first thing we want to talk about, which was why you were going to Maui. What was What was your reason for going to Maui? I guess we talked about the anniversary, but like, why did you pick Maui over other destinations? Well, that's, that's good. Steph, do you want to go on this or you want me to talk? Yeah, I think I think COVID had a lot to do for it, at least for me. You know, I think we would have maybe picked to go to Europe or maybe somewhere in South America, but because of COVID and really not knowing or the idea of being stuck in another country and not being able to come back to me is really scary. So I think uh, we were forced to look at in the US where we could go. I think we were talking about either going somewhere in California and then we talked about going somewhere in Hawaii and I think that's how it started. And, yeah. Right? And knowing yeah, that I think, this I think wasn't a, like this wasn't a trip on a whim, you had to do plenty of planning for this. So keeping, yeah. keeping that in the back of your mind, like, we need to go somewhere where we can actually return and won't be quarantined and whatnot. 
That was a well, I think it was move. in the middle of quarantine that we started saying there's a good chance we're not going to be able to leave the country or comfortably leave the country. You know, so in 2020, we started planning, okay, if we're not going to be able to go to Europe or somewhere cool in South America, what are we going to do? And so it was about a year ago, I think we started planning. Yeah, exactly well, what Steph had said. That's the conversation that Jared and I had too, which is we really want to go to Turks and Caicos, but I kind of need to come back to work Mm -hmm. and so does he (laughs) i mean he could probably work from wherever and i need to be back here a little bit more than he does so yeah hawaii was an easy option even though turks is on there but not for this year but i think that's why a lot of people are picking hawaii and it's a hot ticket right now yeah Oh, yeah, for it, sure. It feels like you're leaving the country without requiring a passport. We won't even talk about that because that's <laughs> if you want to leave yeah. the country, you better already have your passports or else yes. you're going in 2022. And so. honestly, it's a lot further for us on the East Coast to get to Hawaii yep. than it is for us to go to Europe yeah. or yep. most places in South America or the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Caribbean for us out of Atlanta yeah. is like two to three hours. Like, yeah furthest flight you know I mean, even for us for this flight we're looking at like four and a half five if we could get a direct and that's california for us yeah. but you know most places have layovers so why not if you can get a good deal hawaii is is magic as you know now so right and Steffi <laughs> didn't even really have a big desire to go before last yeah. year and john i think you picked the island I, I really knew very little about hawaii going into this and so i think you narrowed down on maui so there's like there's something that I think I've said before on the podcast where I feel like the Hawaiian Islands are like Disney resort hotels. Like there's one for everyone's personality. And John is a Maui 100 <laughs> percent. Like No doubt in my mind. Like when I'm picking islands for people like it, everyone has like I did a honeymoon and they wanted to split. So I picked an island for the groom and an island for the bride. And like everyone has their island that they're going to be most comfortable. And on. John's, and John's a, Maui. a Maui. Yeah, I'm a Maui too. So so is Steffi, though, to yeah. be fair. Like by Maui, you mean a little bougie, but also likes to get out and do adventure things. 100 percent. Right? That... that is Maui. Yeah. You can do everything you want to do, but still like live it up at a nice resort and hang out and get drinks at the pool. Like that's. That's me. But you could still go out and experience all of the touristy things that Hawaii has to offer with a few exceptions. But um, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to go to Pearl Harbor in Maui. Or see see an active volcano. Those are my two. Yep. But um, other than that, you can do pretty much everything else. For sure. So how long was your guys' trip for? We did Saturday to Sunday. Saturday to Sunday. So it was was eight nights. And then we have like, and then like that last, so we were gone from our kids for nine nights, but we were there eight nights because we had that uh, red eye on the way back. Yeah. And, And John, we talked earlier, like your main reason for feeling like the trip was nearing its completion was just the fact that you were away from your kids. Nothing else. You could have stayed longer is what you were saying. Steph, do you want to answer this question? <laughs> oh, I could have stayed longer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I don't know, this is the first time that I've been on vacation that I wasn't antsy to return. I think on most vacations, I'm ready to go back to work, which sounds a little bit weird, but I love my job. And so I was, but not on this vacation. I was, I was super happy. I was telling John we should just fly the kids out and just stay forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I could, it was great. I could literally live there half the year. 
Like I, I that's kind of like our retirement plan is to live in Hawaii half the well, year. And I flat out told Sean when we were talking before, earlier today, I said like we could have easily spent another week there and never been bored. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we didn't even scratch the surface. I mean, we probably would have hopped to another island if we stayed another week to you know get a little bit more. But there's plenty to do on Maui. So many restaurants. You know. You know, eating is like one of our activities oh, when man. we're on vacation. Nothing wrong with <laughs> and that. And we barely scratched, yeah, we barely scratched the surface of the local eats and the different places to go out. So okay. I've been I've been to Maui five times, and there's still things on my bucket list that I haven't done that I want to do. So, and like we stay for at least a week minimum, if not more, and there are still things I need to do. So yeah, That's you could spend a, a month. That's you, yeah, I've I've spent a total of probably five weeks or more in Maui, and I still have things I want to do. Wow. So yeah, it's totally totally worth planning multiple vacations. Yeah, and kids great. will it's, love it yeah. too. Like at some point, you do need to take the kids back when it's not anniversary trip because there's so many right. things for kids to do too. But I'm glad we didn't have them yep. on the road to Hana. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're probably glad you didn't have them on this trip at all. This is a well, a yeah, ten year. you know, <laughs> you needed some time away from kids. It was a nice, it was a nice, you know. Adult trip. Yeah. So anyway, so you flew from Atlanta. You hit up. Oh, tell you, us about your, your flight. Uh, for those who have seen the pictures and stuff, people have been commenting on it. Uh, we had upgraded our flights to first class using some airline miles that we had, accru- had accrued. But the new over... Delta first class, they have like a new. Well, it wasn't the sweet, sweet. It was, a, but it was it was lay flats, really, really nice. So and... the Delta ones, right? Were they Delta one? It's branded as Delta One if it was flying to another country. But because the wide bodies this year are not being sent to Europe or Asia, because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of international travel, they're using them on all the long haul flights from Atlanta to Salt Lake and from Salt Lake to Maui. Yeah, so, I have mine, Boston to LA. They have the Delta Ones too. I have yes. a Delta oh, One on Yeah. On that. Well, that's actual Delta One proper. Oh, is like, it? Boston yeah, to LA? The, the, the Boston LA and then uh, New York LAX. Oh, awesome. Both of those are our proper ones. But yeah, it was really nice because we booked in first, but ended up getting Delta One seats and stuff like that. Oh, great. Uh, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, tell us a we little bit. We were able to sleep on the way back. Tell us a little bit about the, what did you have to do prior to leaving the country going over to Hawaii? Uh, COVID related stuff. So I'll, I'll answer this really, really quick. Um, there is a website called uh, uh, Hawaii Safe Travels. And essentially, what up until, was it July 8th of this year, and we left on July 3rd, um, you would need to take a test, uh, a negative COVID test within three days of your final flight, your last flight that goes into Hawaii. Okay. So, and then you have to, once you get, and it has to be through a trusted provider, a trusted lab, and then you upload your results, and then they give you the go ahead and say, you're good to come. Mm-hmm. And then when you get there, this is where I feel like there was, a, like the website process was really, really easy. And Steph, correct me if I'm wrong, it wasn't hard, but it was a little inconvenient. You had to like go through like another, almost like customs line, but to get into Hawaii and prove to them. And we had all of our documents like lined up. We brought extra copies of our vaccines, even though, you know, we were going under a vaccine now you can upload a vaccine after did you bring your actual vaccination card with you we did in our passport like so we have like a little you know passport carrier yep if that's where my my card is right now yeah (laughs) it's exactly so on so we did we brought that we brought our a copy of our test results all of that stuff it was easy we there were a lot of people in line though that did not have Mm -hmm. all of their i's dotted and their t's crossed like you saw like people picking up phones called like the the people who are working there picking up phone calls to like 
try to like get things verified for people coming through. So just make sure you're thorough. You bring printed copies of everything and that make sure you have your little QR code to get so scanned when you, you go in. do you briefly want to tell them what, what it changed to, what it is now? Now it's, now it's if you're vaccinated, you can just upload a copy of your vaccine card. Right. And they will accept it. And they oh, they will review it and then it'll be accepted. You get a QR code and you go. You don't have to test to so, go So, for example, like for our family right now, depending upon what happens in the fall, like my husband and I don't have to test, but my kids will have to test and they will right. have to have proof of their Unless they're under test. five. Under five yeah. do not have to test, mm. um, okay. which is random because yep. four-year-olds could still <laughs> technically get it and you know pass it on to other people i'm out of but... that stage so but yeah my so kids are, so are like we. swab my nose let's let's go <laughs> like, let's do it i don't care <laughs> we did the drive-through test at walgreens and the yeah. lady was looked at us and she i think she couldn't figure out why we were so excited <laughs> yeah <laughs> she, for COVID. oh the, yeah, she's my, like, my kids are hyped to get a COVID test they're like let's yeah. go <laughs> and uh, we did it's, but it was super convenient it, i mean it was good but I don't know. Overall, it was pretty easy. Then when we left there, so we did something a little bit different because we added an extra day because of all the flight changes and stuff. We didn't get in until late in the evening um, on Saturday. So we just crashed that night at the uh, courtyard mm-hmm. at the airport. So we just took the shuttle over super easy, spent the night there, got some food truck. Uh, tie, was it tie me up, babe? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Like. The, the best Thai food I've had in a long time at this little Thai food truck that's, oh, that's right there by the airport. Sounds it was so good. Um, and th- what about your rental car? So the next morning I got up and took the shuttle back to the airport and picked up our rental car. It was good because I didn't have to pay for an extra day mm-hmm. um, that. on top of everything else. And picked it up. And because it was early, I uh, so we booked our a rental car probably three months in advance, maybe April. And... When I went to pick it up, we had a – through our credit card, we have executive membership with uh, National. So you can get any you, – you basically pay for a midsize rental and you get anything on the executive lot. And when I showed up, it was before all of the big flights from the mainland had got in. Mm-hmm. So like it was several Mustang convertibles and a couple other like cars that were kind of interesting. Maybe one Camaro convertible, a minivan or two, and a couple trucks. So, so I, you went I with the minivan, a, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, we totally snagged the uh, the Mustang, nice. the uh, convertible, and it was fun. We rode around with the top down a lot, and with with National, I'm a big fan. You show up, you get your car, you scan it with your phone, like the little thing in the windshield, and then you leave. You show them your phone on the way out and your driver's okay. license. Nice. Yeah, that's one thing I haven't done yet because um, I think they're going to come down. They're really it, <laughs> rental you guys car are prices. Probably yeah, I would I would book one. Yeah, like, the, I'm gonna book I'm gonna book a no pay one just something. to have it. Yeah. But it's yeah, I think I think as fewer as demand goes down a little bit the summer, I think you're absolutely right. But I think like demand is gonna go down a little bit and people aren't gonna need U-Hauls anymore. So <laughs> yeah, we didn't see a lot of U-Hauls though driving around on the way road to Hana like I expected. So. <laughs> yeah, no U-Hauls on the road to Hana with people in the back. Exactly. All right, let's see. So, what should we talk about next? How about your hotel? Steph, where did we stay? Uh, we stayed at the Andaz. Andaz. The Andaz. In, in the, Wailea, the, right? Andaz Marriott at Wailea Resort. Okay. Uh, hi, it wasn't Marriott, it's Hyatt. It's, I didn't say Marriott, did I? You didn't you say did. Marriott, yeah. yeah. We, we have a recording of it. Okay, so <laughs> the Roll Andaz. Boom, roasted. <laughs> Maui. It's, sorry, it's the Andaz Maui at the yeah. Wailea Resort. And Andaz is a... Um, Marriott property, right? A, a high on, no, no, a high end Hyatt. 
resort. <laughs> uh, like a lug, it's one of their luxury brands with Hyatt, but it's super like super modern. Yeah, it's, uh, it's sleek. very sleek, minimalistic, like like minimalist mm-hmm. design, right up Steffi's alley. So we were, yeah. um, they were building it last time we were there. Um, so it didn't open until oh maybe it was opening right as we were leaving or something. But um, yeah, it's it's beautiful. Super what cool. they did is. They tore down, well, gutted the old um, Renaissance hotel that used to be there and then added some wings to it. And it's it's really breathtaking when you first mm-hmm. approach. Yeah. What were your thoughts, babe, when you first got when we first got there? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was a really beautiful resort. And I think this oh, probably a lot of resorts in, in Hawaii or a lot of things are open to the air. And so it was just, it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, like from the lobby, you could see the ocean and... Our room was really nice. I was super happy with the it. The open air lobbies are my favorite thing. Yeah. It's just so cool to basically check in outdoors. Yeah. That's like... It, it was very easy. Everybody was very chill there. I will say one thing's a little weird, and I've read other people complain about this too, and it's not a complaint, but like sometimes it's hard to know who's working there and who's not because there's they don't have a uniform. They just have like a light dress code. Everybody, All their workers are mm. wearing some sort of oh, Hawaiian dress or Hawaiian pattern shirt. And literally right, so Steph? is everyone else who's a guest. Right. <laughs> and some of the women are wearing like a, a little satchel walking around. So it's really confusing. Like they're carrying like your drinks to your table and they have like a purse on and they're wearing like a dress. You're like, are you working today or what's happening? So, but it was, I mean, it was... I don't know. From the moment we walked in, the valet was super helpful, like very nice. Um, everybody at valet, they were, I called down maybe 10 minutes before we were going to go somewhere each time. And our car was all but once always there. And then the one time it wasn't, it was there like in a minute. That's good. Um, they were on top of that. Like valet was good. Uh, front desk was super friendly and helpful. Our room. What did you think of our view, babe? I loved it. It was great. <laughs> uh, we, we splurged and we got the ocean view. And it was amazing. I'm so glad that we did that. Yeah. It was really great. And like in the morning you wake up and you push a button next to your head and like the blackout blinds and the other blinds go like roll up and it's just like a panoramic view out of your, straight out of your bed. Oh, that's amazing. Did you guys get a picture of that? I'm not sure we saw that yet, John. I've got pictures. I've, Pretty sure I post them. I'll share them. I'll, I'll share uh, yeah. room pictures, okay. and I'm also working on a room tour video. I'll upload eventually. So, so obviously, list- you guys. Oh, go ahead, Jess. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say our listeners probably don't know this, but we had multiple conversations about which resort John was <laughs> going to stay at, <laughs> like over and over and over. Tell us why you ended up picking on. Do you want to start? <laughs> it was all you? We we had so many frustrating conversations because, you know, John would present me with all the options and a lot of details about each resort. And I love the Andaz. I just really liked the aesthetic there. I love that it included a lot of things. Like it included a GoPro rental, all of your snorkeling gear. What else, babe? The outrigger canoe you could do ukulele lessons like yeah there were just uh, so many things that were cocktail classes yoga classes like the resort fee it was like actually worth it Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. um and i just really liked the way the the resort looked and so i was sold right away and john kept going back and forth about whether we should stay at the marriott or 
at the was it the Fairmont? Fairmont. The Fairmont, yeah. yeah. Those were the three that we were trying to choose between. Okay. Yeah, Those and are then three good I, ones definitely. Too. And I was a little bit worried that because the Marriott has this wonderful um, like water park area, that there would be a ton of kids, and that would make me miss my kids if I saw a lot mm-hmm. of kids playing. That's so fair. that for me was an easy decision to kind of go to the resort that doesn't have a ton of you know doesn't have any uh, water park options. So that way, yeah. hopefully there'd be less kids there, and there was less kids there because we visited all of the resorts we walked over to them and there were a lot of kids at the at the marriott and the fairmont did you guys do that awesome beach walk multiple times oh, that's the best we walked that it? a lot it's amazing yeah, well that's it's what beautiful. and that was going to bring me to what i was going to talk about like the three resorts that we did end up like coming down to were all in wailea and a lot of that was conversations that i had with jess and with sam and they're like john you don't want to stay in kanapali your personality is gonna love Wailea. <laughs> and sure enough, we decided to go over to Kaanapali one day just to like go snorkeling over there and check out the area, you know. So when we were doing like the West Maui Day, we went over to Whaler's Village and parked and got lunch and then walked around and it was like a sea of people. It was yeah. much busier. I'm, I'm no. taking one for the team because I've stayed at the same place four times. <laughs> and now, and now, on I'm your next go trip, you're there. doing, I'm, I'm doing a, lo- do the Westin, I'm right? doing a long weekend at the Westin. Yeah. Just because like, I'm starting to get, more, you know, you, you want to have, not everybody is going to Hawaii with the same budget. So you sure, want right. to, I want to diversify a little bit and, know what it's like to stay on other parts of the island i mean we are right. going down to wailea after but um you know i it's <laughs> that's like my second home like you know how some people you know like carrie gets teary-eyed when she sees the castle when the land comes into view when i'm about to land i get teary-eyed like going to hawaii it feels like yeah. a second home so but i'm gonna gonna branch out and be a good travel agent so no that's good and honestly to be fair the westin and a couple of those those other resorts are definitely like upscale resorts wailea even including the marriott is all luxury i think the marriott is probably like a four and a half star and everything else is five in that area like if you look at like on paper but they're all like luxury resorts in the wailea area and so there's a little bit of history behind that too um when that area was all built in the 90s they had regulations for how high some of those buildings could be. Um, that's why, like the Marriott, if you're walking along the beach walk, you see how most of them are three stories and they have that one tower in the back because the tower was an add on and all uh. the ones along the water. Also, um, one thing they changed was, you know, the Andaz is set back a little bit more than the right. like Marriott and the other ones. There used to be no requirements for how close you could build to the ocean. So they were able to build super low, very close to the ocean. So that's why mm. you don't have all those skyscraper, well, not skyscrapers, but towers, basically. Yeah. Like if you go to Kanapali, you have big ocean towers. And if you go to right. Wailea, they're all very like short. Set back. Set back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you, you can't, you couldn't build towers and you couldn't build the towers close to the water, but you could build a lot of like three story buildings very close to the ocean. So that's why it has a whole different vibe than like the you know, Western part of the island. And it is a different feel. It's just less people. It's more laid back. Because there aren't as many rooms. Like, yeah. you right. can't fit exactly. as many people in there. So Yeah, and our, and that's one thing I'll say about the Andas, is I was worried it was going to feel crowded because we were there 4th of July. And with the exception of maybe, like, one day, we were always able to find... Was there a day we couldn't find a seat somewhere by the pool? I feel like we found think, one every day. I think our last day was a little bit 
hard because we went shopping in the morning and did a bunch of stuff, but we found one by the adult pool. Yeah, which I actually kind of liked. But we tried testing out all the pools. They're, they have a series of like the not like the pool that's open to ev- pools that are open to everybody. It's like four cascading infinity pools mm-hmm. down into like a lagoon at the bottom, and then the adult pools on the other side of the main tower. And it's very quiet and very chill. That's one thing I've noticed too is that that's kind of like almost a Hawaii thing where they have so many pools on not a large property like they really make use of all of their acreage and put pools mm-hmm. in so yeah. that, like you know or for example like Alani has it has multiple pools but there's so many has a lot of pools there's so many other things going on that they lose a lot of real estate in the middle where they could have pools so that's why you have like pro- and they have towers so they have more people than like Wailea for example so that's yeah. you have trouble getting seats at the pool but I found that in, in Mount you know and the Wailea area we never really have had an issue getting seats because there's so many pools and so many chairs around each pool so that's that's definitely a bonus i think you guys nailed it and i was really nervous going to hawaii with all of this news reports you're hearing about overcrowding and no restaurants no dining reservations and i was smart and not to pat my own back but we got reservations like four or five months ago Mm-hmm. And so like we had like, and we'll talk about that when we talk about dining, but we had the harder to get re- reservations locked down a while ago. Um, and that lo- that little beach right out front too, like no one goes there unless you stay at the resort. Exactly. So, that I beach love was that amazing. little, that little beach. Ulua. Is that the one yeah. you guys went? I, that's my favorite. And the snorkeling they were spent. We'll talk about that yeah. again in a sec. I know, but I, I was going to say that we never really had to wait in line for anything with the exception of maybe checking in for breakfast at the Ekaana kitchen because. Because that was maybe like a 20, 25 minute wait every morning once you check in, which was fine. We would just go like walk down to the beach or walk to the pool or whatever. And then it was time for breakfast. But that's also because they have all the tables spread out. So they're not sitting as many people. So I I looked uh, for reservations at Mama's and they're taking them at 60 days now. Did they open them? Oh, that's what they're doing? They're open at 60 days. Yep. That's new. (laughs) So I'm literally going to set up a dining alert like Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing, man. Like, we're used to that, but a lot of people are not, yep. and they're shocked when they get there and they can't get a table anywhere. Yep. So, Steffi mentioned a little bit of the inclusions that were at the Andaz that you had in your resort fee. Can you you want to transition to that and kind of run through what the resort offered and then the other excursions that you guys lined up? Yeah, 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 for sure. I actually have a list of the things that I could remember off the top of my head. So, as far as the stuff that's included on property, you every day you could check out a free GoPro rental. And the day we did Road to Hana, they actually let us keep it overnight. Um, we all we did that twice actually because one one day we didn't get back until like really late coming from that was our West Maui day. Uh, free boogie board rentals, your snorkeling gear for up to two hours at a time, and they have a fantastic like it's one of the best on the island um, reefs that's situated right there between oh it's actually Mokapu is the beach that we're on, and then the other side is the Ulua. So it's like those are the, and then that little point between the two is an amazing, amazing spot. Like some people say it's better. I think it depends on the clarity than like going out to um, Molokini. Molokini, but we didn't end up doing that, that tour on this trip. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't compare cocktail classes were included, yoga classes, lay making classes, ukulele classes, outrigger canoe trip. We did that. Sounds and awesome. A photo session, if you wanted to do, which we did not do, was included. So, and there's a couple other small things, probably. Did I forget anything, I don't Steph? I think so. That's I think a that lot. Was it, yeah. It, yeah, it I was mean, a lot. yeah, that's. And we used a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it makes you not feel bad about paying $39 for a resort fee. Right. Because, you know, like you go to like some hotels and there's literally like it covers your, you know, your internet and some bottled water so every day in your room. You, you know, pay for parking this wasn't like too, that. Right? We did have to pay a parking fee. Yeah. Uh, that was like $30 or something. Uh, but if you don't have a car, you don't pay that. But it's, and a, it's, go- val- it's a good thing only. to keep in mind, too, is that, you know, you have your room rate, but you're also going to pay a resort fee and a parking fee, too. So which right. And we're used to that because when we, we you know, right. every resort has gone that route now. Right. So we were prepared. Mm-hmm. But I could see that be frustrating just if you didn't know. It's good to make sure that you are including it in your budget. Um because that's not right. something you're going to pay up front. And one thing that Sean had asked me earlier, and it's important to note, this is definitely different than what you're going to experience if going to like the Caribbean at an all-inclusive. Hawaii resorts are not all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. There are not all-inclusive resorts in Hawaii, with the exception of maybe like one or two hotels that may do like a dining plan, like kind of like style. how Disney World does. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's like a br- more of like a breakfast. Yeah. Like a, even Hana, yeah, even Hana's not Hana. The Hana Resort isn't even doing it right, right. now. It's not well, an option. There's also no place to eat out there. If you Which don't, we learned. You would not want to get like if one of these resorts in Wailea became an all inclusive. You wouldn't want to get the all-inclusive package because you want to go out and explore yeah. other restaurants yeah. and eat you don't at other places. Just be confined and and have already prepaid for this all-inclusive feel right like, and that's why yeah it all-inclusives make sense in the caribbean they don't make sense in hawaii right i would agree with that what and what i would say also is when you're going to a resort in wailea and to some of the resorts over in kaanapali you just need to remember you're going to be paying resort pricing for food and drinks so you're going to spend 19 dollars on that cocktail but I will tell you, their cocktails are top notch. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a watered down, overly sugared They're not cocktail at all. Same with the food. Like, food's going to be expensive, but you're right. going to walk away. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazed. Like, you, it, it will be worth it. If, right. If, you, if, you are, if you're prepared and there's no sticker shock and you budget, like, it's, right. it's worth it. You're going to walk away with it. A very memorable meal. So, for example, like we we were lucky, fortunate enough to have breakfast included in our rate. But if you two adults wanted to go eat breakfast, it's basically like going out to a nice brunch. And mm-hmm. with tip, with tax, everything, you're going to be like in the ninety dollar range, ninety to a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So you have to be thinking, okay, this is an ex- and you're paying Hawaii and you're also paying resort pricing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just budget that don't be, don't have sticker and that's shock. For a party just of be prepared. Two. You know, one meal right. out of the three that you're going to eat a day. So you need to go into these wine locations, understanding that with it not being all inclusive, just know what you're, know what you're yeah. right. And I think if breakfast hadn't been included in our stay, I think we probably would have gone once just to see what the breakfast mm-hmm. was like. And then we probably would have eaten out or got stuff from, you know, from the grocery store and gotten it in a room that's usually what we do we'll do like two breakfasts at the resort and then like there's actually like if you leave there's a lot of and i wouldn't do it with free breakfast included but there's a lot of like local little cafe style places they're like kihei cafe yeah that serve like a really (laughs) good breakfast or lunch and actually they're very affordable and reasonably priced i remember that was our first meal (laughs) like our second meal after we did uh tie me up the next morning on our way to the resort we went to kihei cafe and it was fantastic you have to wait in like a 30 minute line to get in the restaurant but it was so amazing and the lady 
the older lady, I don't know if she owns the place, manages the place, but she would made everybody feel so welcome, would come up and ask how your meal was, put her hand on my back just to see how things were going. And it was just like, yeah. you felt very welcome. And we'll talk, I mean, we can talk about that now if you guys want, but like, I felt like, I know that right now there's a lot of stuff about too many tourists coming back too fast there, but Everybody there felt so genuinely kind and nice. Everybody was so open and so kind and so warm. And we had some of the best service on this trip we've probably ever had. I think of we went to Monkey Pod, which is a restaurant there. And our server, like, was the best server I think yeah, I maybe ever thing. had. He was so Steve. great. His name was Steve. Steve. Steve, <laughs> Steve at Monkey Pod, Wailea. You're the best. <laughs> he was the best. I great. think so name. I've read a lot of that stuff too, and it kind of it does give you pause. But I think from all the experience, I mean, it it's always kind of been like that even before. And I think it's mostly like just respect that this is you know there are people who live here full time. It's not all vacationers. So I think if you go into it and treat the local people with respect, you're going to get respect back. Now, if you are entitled and you give people attitude, they are most definitely going to throw it back at you. They don't take it from anybody. (laughs) So that's fair. You know, it's just like, know that like, you're not, you're not in, you don't, you don't own anything there. Like there are people who, who live there year round and they just want you to respect it the way. Mm -hmm. And you've got people coming in and leaving trash on the beach and things like that. Like I'd be mad. I live in a beach area i'd be mad too like i understand where they're coming from y'all but... need to check out my facebook there's a picture of steffi picking up somebody's I cigarette butt cup yeah, <laughs> like it's... somebody left it like in front of the marriott like out on like the uh, like uh, those volcanic rock outcroppings yes someone just left their trash out there and then you see you, steffi, steffi like in her dress yeah climbing that out so there. Mad. like how yeah, can you sure. do that in such a beautiful place and right. i agree like the hawaiian people just have so much love and respect for their land. And Mm -hmm. like, how can you not respect that? Like nature to them is, is like spiritual and religious. And like, it's very, you know, it's hurtful to them when people are showing up and treating it like garbage. And I 100% understand. And, you know, I think if you just go and, you know, are respectful and understand that it's going to be a fine trip for you, but not everybody acts like that so excellent yeah i agree all right on that note we're gonna go ahead and hit pause on our conversation about our trip to maui next week we will be bringing you the dining and attractions portion of our discussion and we'll finish that off with steffi i'd like to again thank you steph for joining the show this week and i would like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in if you've enjoyed the show please like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app And if you'd like to join the conversation, you can do so by finding us on Facebook and doing a search for Escape a Travel Podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.